Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you are at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Thank you, friends, for listening to today's Hope Along the Journey podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Cravens, your podcast host, and it's always a joy to have you joining with me each week as we share together stories of hope and inspiration. And I trust the podcast is a blessing to your life. It's great to have with me here in the recording studio today, Pastor Joey Radcliffe. Joey, welcome to Hope Along the Journey podcast. Thank you. It is my joy to be here. Joey, I'm going to ask you the question, and I hope I get at least a yes, but if I don't, I still love you, okay? Have you listened to any of my podcasts at all? I've looked forward to listening to your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. All right, Doc, you're going to listen to this one because you're on it, right? I better, yeah. Okay, you better, and you're my friend. Your wife probably listens to my podcast. I'm sure she goes back and listens to them. Yes, over and over. Yes. If she knows what's good for her. I mean, I mean, do you you wear so many hats and you're doing a master's program? You got all this free time. I wouldn't know why you wouldn't be listening to my podcast. Anyway, uh, Joey is a great guy, just has a magnanimous personality. He's a very gifted speaker and teacher. He is campus pastor at Aldersgate Christian Academy in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, he has been a senior pastor. He served as a youth pastor. He's been principal of a Christian school. He's married to the love of his life, Andrea, and together they have five children, and they are part of my congregation here at Kenwood Bible Methodist Church, and I just can't say enough about how much I think of you, Joey, and your family, so it's great to have you here on the podcast. Thank you. Absolutely my joy, and I, I love having you as my pastor. There's, oh. a, there's a reason we uh, chose to attend here. You've been a big part of our lives and our spiritual story, so thank you. Well, you're kind. It's great to have you. Hey, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. What would be like the little-known fact about Joey Radcliffe? In other words, you know, did you play the flute in high school, or, you know, did you— were you a polo player in the past, or did you used to have a stamp collection? What, what's kind of like some little-known fact about you? It could be real nerdy, or it can be whatever you want it to be. Oh, absolutely. Um, this is probably an obvious fact about me, but I've tried a new hobby um, over and over and over in my life, looking for that one thing I can be better than everybody else at, <laughs> and I still haven't found it. <laughs> It's currently disc golf. I've taught uh, several people to disc golf, and generally speaking, the second time they go out and play with me, they're better than me. And so, uh, yeah, I'm still searching for that thing. Hey, I, I got the answer. What's that? Take me out and teach me, because I've never played. I'll guarantee you, second game, you'll still be better than me. I like it. Let's do this. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds great. Well, Joey, uh, the reason I wanted you on here was because recently we had a men's prayer breakfast, and during that prayer breakfast, you shared some insight and a concept that to me was, I thought was very beautiful and fitting, and is what I want to talk about today, about choosing and valuing God's provision. So, Joey, I just want to get right into it and let you just share a little bit about 
how this, what, what are we talking about? Where do you get this from? And, and how is it impacting your life? So just kind of start us down that journey, if you would. Absolutely. So this idea of recognizing um, God's provision, valuing it, and seeing where Satan tries to replace um, God's provision with an alternative um, comes from some studies that I've had the opportunity to enjoy, um, but coming out of Genesis chapter 3. So God creates Adam and Eve and gives them this beautiful garden to live in. All these trees they get to eat from, one of them, the tree of life. Who wouldn't want to eat from the mm-hmm. tree of life? Mm-hmm. And yet Satan comes in and presents this attack to God's plan by causing Eve to question whether God's provision is best for her. So do you want God to determine for you what is good and what is bad, or do you want to have the ability to do that for yourself? Mm-hmm. Because maybe if you can choose that for yourself, you'll be able to find greater fulfillment than what God offers to you. And so Eve listens, and then Adam partakes as well. And in that action, they're essentially choosing for themselves um, how they think that they can be happy mm-hmm. instead of what God has given provided to them. And that spirals through all of the rest of the book of Genesis as mankind just spirals into deeper and deeper depravity, mm-hmm. which is obviously the effect of choosing for ourselves where we can find peace and joy and fulfillment and happiness. And when I've learned to look at temptation through that lens of Satan trying to get me to choose for myself um, what is good, what is mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. best way to gratify my desires and my needs in my life, as I've been able to start seeing temptation that way, it really takes the cover off of the the mask off of what Satan is. Absolutely, offering. yeah. Well, you, you know, you've said so many great things because I, I think what you're talking about is really even a present day problem today. It, people want that power to choose for themselves what is the good way, and yet, you know. Proverbs tell us it's not within man to know what is really the right way to go. And our hearts, you know, are truly deceitful. If we're not careful, it can really lead us astray. And yet we're so prone to want to, to map out our own life and choose what is right for us in the culture in which we live. Would you not say that's, that's a big issue today? Absolutely. When we live within the provision of God, when we operate according to the wisdom of God, you talk about Proverbs, mm-hmm. that's where the life of blessing is mm-hmm. and fulfillment and joy. And it's when we look outside of that that we embrace foolishness and suddenly um, we think that we're there's a way that seems right into a man. Mm-hmm. And we're, think, we're, we're thinking we're walking the best path to bring us provi- yeah. the, the provision that we have for ourselves. And yet, what's the end of that? It's yeah. death. Absolutely. You know, I, you bring to mind uh, East Stanley Jones. I, I've done a lot of East Stanley Jones's books I've read across the years. In his book, The Way, he says, basically, you choose one of two courses. You can either go God's way and get the results, or you go your way and get consequences. Mm. And, and that's probably that's so true. But what, what he said we want to do is we want to go our way and get results. Right. We don't want to, and we somehow can't figure, seem to figure out why, <laughs> when I'm going my own way, am I getting all these crazy consequences when... You're never going to get results unless you go God's way. But somehow it's we find it difficult to trust God that his provision uh, yeah. mm-hmm. is what's really going to bring us joy. 
how in the world within God's law, if I live within these restrictions of God's law, can I find uh, the ultimate satisfaction that I crave? Surely the law of the Lord isn't perfect, um, sweeter than honey, than the honeycomb. Surely I can do better for myself than living within God's provision, his law, the life that he's laid out for me. And so we keep on looking. Yeah. And I think it comes back to our failure to recognize the good that God has for us within yes. his plan for us. Yes. And I think you you hit on another big factor, and that is, as you said, this trust issue. We really don't trust or believe that God has not only his will, but my best interest in mind when he sets the parameters and around which he wants me to live my life. But uh, why do you think we question the goodness of God? Do you think it's a trust issue, or do you? Why do you think? What do you think? Maybe we wrestle with that in our lives. I think it's still the tactic of Satan mm-hmm. to hide from us the good that God has for us, and to um, make as appealing as possible the short-term pleasure of sin for mm-hmm. a season, so that we keep on embracing um, the wrong choice. Yeah, and I think he wants us to see the the short term pleasure instead of the long term joy and fulfillment that God offers. Yeah, and frankly, for me, it was until I learned to see temptation for what it is—a replacement of God's provision with my own attempt at happiness. Mm-hmm. As I've started to see it this way, it's taken the mask off of yeah. uh, what Satan tries to offer me. Yeah, because I love the wording of this. You're not talking in terms of so much restrictions as you are choosing God's provision, which is fascinating to me. We, we had this conversation this morning. It just astounds me that in the garden, only one tree, I mean, right. only one tree. It wasn't like God said, okay, there's 100 trees out here. Stay away from those 100 trees. God said, you can have every tree but this tree. And yet, it was it, there's just something about they could not rest in all the provision that God had provided for them. They had to have that which was forbidden. And, and I think sometimes we're blind to that too, aren't we? Absolutely. It's as if we think that God has created us with these desires and needs, but no way to find the fulfillment for them. Mm-hmm. And so we must look outside of God's provision for the fulfillment when everything that we need can truly, it's not just church talk. Right. It's not just what you know the song says. Mm-hmm. Everything that we need for joy and fulfillment truly can be found within God and his provision yes. in our lives. Absolutely. And if we fail to see that, then we just keep on looking mm-hmm. and we bring heartache to ourselves and brokenness uh, insofar as we go outside of God's plan for yeah. us. Yeah. And I, I've lived it. I've lived that brokenness. I think well, I have we too. all have. Yeah. We've all hit that wall and crashed and burned at some point and realized, as, again, the proverb says, the way of the transgressor is hard. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think a lot of people have got this concept that God's way is a difficult way. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I go the way with God, if I really take the way, somehow that's, that's going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging. Don't you think Satan uses that to a large degree of people's lives to make them think that serving God is going to be the hard way to live. Sure. What a drudgery. Yeah. Um, How awful it is to have to restrict myself (laughs) and to have to live within God's provision, the the provision of an all-loving God who who cares for me, who wants good for my life, Mm -hmm. who created me, um, not to be miserable, but created me to enjoy this beautiful world he's given me. And sin is the thing that wrecked that. Yes. 
And yes. yet somehow we think that sin is where we're going to find good. Absolutely. No. Um, we're going to be happy in heaven when we're living under God's law. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when the whole earth is uh, comes under the kingdom reign of Jesus, that's where we're really going to enjoy it. This, this isn't our season of enjoyment before we have to live the drudgery of heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I, I just think so many times that we are blindsided to that and don't realize that the the way of, of walking with God is a good way. And it's it's like the shining pathway that's just going to get brighter and brighter into that, like you were talking about, that perfect day. And so God help me, God help you, Joey, God help all of us to understand how beautiful God's provisions are for us and to choose to value and to live within those boundaries in our lives. Absolutely. Pastor Mark, let me tell you um, exactly or practically mm-hmm. how this works itself out, how, how it has in my life. Sure. As Satan convinced me to choose my own way over God's provision, I started to despise God's provision for me. Mm-hmm. And thinking that it was so restrictive and um, God didn't have good for me there, um, I started to really devalue what God had offered me. You yes. think about the manna in the wilderness with the children of Israel. Yes, um, right. And this this lousy manna, we don't want this, we want something else. And displeasing God by rejecting and despising his provision. And it's been until I've been able to recognize that God's way really is good for me. Mm-hmm. And by living within that provision, suddenly you start to value that provision. Mm-hmm. And you start to look at it differently and say, okay, God, how do you want me to find the fulfillment of my um, you know, aspirations for life, mm-hmm. of the different needs and desires you've given me? Okay, that's how God has set it up for me to, to find that fulfillment. So let's look at that and find the goodness of God within that. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. find out, let's test it and see, God, is this is this really good? And you'll find that it really is. Yes. And then you treasure it. And then it becomes more and more valuable to you and more appealing to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching over here, but <laughs> go uh, ahead. Talk to, stuff, talk to you yesterday about how this becomes the, the basis of our virtue mm-hmm. is that virtuous, that genuous, genuine life uh, flows out of a life that's truly convinced that that's where good is found, mm-hmm. where as opposed to living you know, contrary to what we think is really enjoyable for us, but we're going to gut it out and we're going to choose mm-hmm. the good because that's mm-hmm. what we know we need to do. We've come to embrace, we have the mind of Christ, we've come to embrace God's provision as best so that we can genuinely live out those desires for the good. Mm-hmm. And that becomes uh, who we are as a person. We are made into the image of Christ. Right. We're not just doing... Um, Jesus-y things, right? Um, but we're actually living out the character of Christ because we've come, we've had our minds renewed, and mm-hmm. we've come to appreciate the provision of God for yeah. what it is. That's great. Well, and and I think too that sometimes we don't realize it, but but when we start living within those provisions, I think I know for myself, and I think every Christian probably could attest testify to this that you suddenly begin to realize, hey, wait a minute. I'm really now for the first time living the way I was meant to live. This fits me. I'm not out of step. I'm in step with who I truly should be and was made to be. And it's interesting how we think that finding ourselves is by 
following what we want. But truly, we find ourselves when we're willing to embrace God's provision in our lives. And then we find this is, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And it really is a good way, isn't it? Absolutely. We are being made, remade into the, the new creation in Christ yes. Jesus. Yeah. And what that new creation is, is a person, a virtuous person who is living within what God has prepared for them and is enjoying it. Yes. Oh, our enjoyment factor <laughs> of God's provision goes so much uh, higher when we realize how good it really is. Yeah, I think of what David said, I delight to do thy will, O God. There comes a point where you find out it's a joy to do life the way God wants you to live life. You know, Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke on you and, le- and learn of me. I'm meek and lowly, and you will find rest for your souls. But we often think that the last thing we want to do is put the yoke on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, recently I've um, experienced, you know, temptation in my life, temptation that used to be um, my downfall, mm-hmm. where Satan would get me. If he was going to get me, he would get me in that area. And recently when I've been tempted in that area, he's brought up some of those old temptations. Mm-hmm. And as those temptations have been exposed for the um, death-bringing, uh, life-sucking temptations that they are, Um, that do not bring joy, do not bring satisfaction. My response to those temptations has been able to be, by God's grace, no way. Yes. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Uh, Don't throw that at me. I have no desire to go there. No. Thanks be to God for the renewing of my mind, um, that he's still working by his grace. Yeah. I think the prodigal son, once he got home, never wanted to go back to that life again. You know, but again, it's, there's a classic example. Yeah. He wanted what was his, and he wanted to go live life the way he wanted to. And all it did was spiral downward. And then suddenly, where does he find out real happiness and joy and peace is? It's back home at the Father's house. Beautiful. So, Joey, this has been great. Thank you for sharing. We're going to get you back on the podcast again. I'll, I'll go back and listen to, to everything <laughs> I've missed up to this point. So that's great. You didn't miss anything. You did a great job. Thank you so much. And... Listeners, thank you for listening to today's Hope Along the Journey podcast. I am so thrilled that you take a few minutes out of your week to listen to the podcast. Would love to hear from you. Send me an email at hopealongthejourney at gmail.com or shoot me a text through Facebook Messenger. I'd love to hear from you. As I always say and mean from the depths of my heart, Jesus Christ is truly the hope of the world. If you look to him, he will help you discover hope along the journey. God bless you. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to know more about Hope Along the Journey, or if you would like to make a donation to show your support and appreciation for this ministry, then visit our website at hopealongthejourney.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again for more Hope Along the Journey.